listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 3rd of February 2023. The Australian share market ended the week on a positive note. The S&P A6200 up by 0.6%, 7,558. That's amid signs global interest rates may be reaching their peak. The European Central Bank and Bank of England overnight lifting rates by 50 basis points. There may be one or two more to go according to those banks. So for more, I spoke earlier with Omkar Joshi. He is a portfolio manager at Opal Capital Management. Look, there's definitely signs starting to come through and the real driver of that is inflation. And at least in the last few months, the prints have started to slow down in terms of the rate of increase. And in, in particular case, in, in terms of the US, we actually saw a decrease on months. So if we do start to get to that point where inflation stops going up so much, and the reality is, given the base effect, automatically inflation will start to come down. As we get to that point, that does mean that the requirement for rates to continue going up as aggressively as it has in the past will automatically slow down. Uh, Given that, has anything really changed in the investment environment over the past few days? Look, basically all that's changed is really that the market's starting to price in, that we might be getting closer to that peak in interest rates a lot quicker. And as a result of that, we're starting to see a lot of the unprofitable tech stocks, tech stocks, REITs, basically everything that's effectively linked to duration and does a lot better with lower discount rates start to rally again. So it's effectively a sharp reversal of what we saw last year. And given that, so like you mentioned, real estate, tech-related stocks doing well uh, over the past few days today, especially to some extent healthcare, um, has a lot of that now been priced in or do you think there's still some way to go? So I think there's definitely some more way to go, just given how bearish and, and, and scared the environment had become basically at the back end of last year. I mean, 2022 was a tough year, for, for frankly, for most asset classes, and that was really driven by rates going up. Now that the you know the, the increase in rates is starting to get priced in and that peak is being priced in, there's a lot more that this rally can extend simply because it's only been going for a few weeks and there's still a lot of bearishness and money on the sidelines. So there's potentially a lot more to go. I'm keen to also get your take on the US companies. We're in the midst of US corporate reporting season. Overnight, I think we had the AAAs, which is the um, Amazon, Apple and Alphabet, right? Um, and they're, they're tech-related companies. What's your take on, the, on the, the health of US companies, especially as we start seeing a lot of these other tech firms lay off uh, a number of jobs? Look, I think we are starting to definitely see weakness coming through in these results. I mean, all three of those you mentioned were weaker results, and, and we are starting to see that. The only difference is the market isn't anticipating great results anyway. And so going into this earnings season, there has already been a lot of expectations of weak results. We're seeing weak results, and as a result, the companies aren't necessarily being punished as heavily as they would have if the expectations were a lot lot higher than what they have been. And so that's kind of where we're at. The economy is definitely starting to get a little bit weaker at the edges, given what's happened rates, and we are starting to see the tech firms in particular start to have a few issues. They're obviously laying off a lot of staffs and cutting costs, but the expectations are already quite low for a lot of these names. We've spent a bit of time talking about global interest rates. What about here in Australia? The Reserve Bank meets on Tuesday. What's the market expecting it to do on Tuesday? And then how is the market positioned for future rate rises and why? So basically the market's priced in at 75% chance of a rate hike of 25 points next week. So that's basically a done deal and it will happen. Um, going forward from here, the market's basically pricing in two hikes, including next week, to, the, to basically to September, and then after that actually declines in, in, rating, in rate expectations. So for now, we, we are, as I was saying earlier, we are getting to that peak in rates. You know, We're not going to start seeing sharp hikes from here as such unless inflation stays sticky for longer. And I mean, that's anyone's guess right now. But as it currently stands, we probably will have a few more hikes, but then it starts to peter out after that. 
So if we haven't really had confirmation that we've seen a peak in interest rates, uh, in, in inflation, first of all, we know that in, uh, interest rates are still yet to climb. We know that there are tougher times ahead for consumers. Why is the Australian share market, the ASX 200, just around 100 points away from its record high? I think a lot of it really comes down to the fact that the increase in rates, the fact that we are, that is slowing down, and just that expectation that rates won't continue aggressively go up like we saw in the last few months. And I think it's really just that expectation that rates, in fact, the market's even pricing and rates will actually come down, which is probably a little bit aggressive in terms of my view at the moment. I think you know rates are probably going to stop going up as much and then flatline. So given that you know, change in expectations and, and change in perceptions, that's really what's driving this rally. Does this rally last to the end of the year? I doubt it. It probably lasts for another few weeks, maybe another month or so, and then it comes back down. But, I mean, that's just kind of the mark we're in, where you do see these sharp rallies both directions, up and down, and we're in the middle of one on the way up right now. So given what you just said, where are the opportunities for investors then? So I think at the moment we're going into a reporting season in Australia, and I think very much the, the opportunities are going to be company by company um, specific, as opposed to just this is a sector you want to be involved in. And we've seen even, even within tech, Yes, tech is rallying and all those names are getting a bit of a tailwind currently. But even within that, Megaport came out with a disappointing update the other day and the stock was down 20%. So even in that space, while the whole sector looks good and you know because of what's happening with rates and the likelihood of rates stopping the increase that they've been on, you can't just necessarily buy that whole sector. You want to be a bit more selective in terms of the actual names you're looking at. Omkar Joshi there from Opal Capital Management. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.